0: It's Daily Thunder, booming out the truth of Jesus Christ live every weekday morning from the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more, visit Ellerslie.com.
1: Welcome to a special mini-series of Daily Thunder. Hi, this is Nathan. We are covering 20 of the most memorable and impactful scriptures from the past 10 years of Ellerslie. Since the Ellerslie team will be traveling much of this month, we will not be meeting live in the chapel for Daily Thunder except for the Sunday messages starting at 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. We'll be launching a brand new season of Daily Thunders on January 4th, 2021 with a brand new format, and Eric and I and the team are beyond excited for what is coming. And if you've enjoyed this series of our top 20 memorable and impactful scriptures, consider downloading our full list of the top 50 scriptures that have impacted Ellerslie from these first 10 years by visiting Ellerslie.com forward slash daily. Now, here is Eric for today's episode.
0: It's a Monday edition of Daily Thunder. I'm standing on the stage in the Ellerslie Chapel, and uh, we're going through a series of scriptures. Nathan and I are sort of going back and forth, and we're reminiscing. It's a form of reminiscing. We're reminiscing on what God has done just by bringing these scriptures to light and to bear, because these are, and we collected 50 of these, of, of the most significant scriptures in the development of this ministry over the past 10 years what has God taught us how has he trained us and then we picked 20 which was uh, that was painful Uh, and then we had to divide those you should have seen that session trying to divide those Nathan was trying to claim the best ones I I saw him doing it too it's like hey this one's mine it's like what do you mean that's yours but I did get some good ones I have to admit mine are pretty pretty amazing And so uh, as we go through this, there's a a certain pain of thinking of all the scriptures we're not mentioning, but it is fun to just stare at some of these scriptures that mean so much to us here. And if you've been through uh, any training here at Ellerslie, you know that Romans 6.11 is a doozy. In fact, the, just the word doozy is part of Ellerslie's history. We should probably do a vocabulary one, Nathan, where we go through all the key vocab words for Ellerslie that are very distinctly Ellerslie-esque. Doozy would be one of those words. We have our own unique definitions for some of these words, too. But Romans 6.11. Now, we're right smack in the middle of an argument of Paul, so we're sort of lifting this out, but I'll try and give some, some framework of what's happening around it. And that is, reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin but alive to God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now, at first blush, that doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense. How do you even do that? And so if I told you, you know, hey, reckon yourself to be dead indeed unto sin. Well, if you don't know what it means to reckon, (laughs) it's very difficult to do that. And the word reckon falls into a funny category where it sounds familiar and it sounds like something in the English language. We have a lot of Southerners who will say things like, I reckon. And yet that doesn't really help you understand what it is. It's actually an accounting term, and it is sort of a unique and fun word to try and even explain, but it's very, very significant, it's an action of faith. It's an action of the soul that we are supposed to be functioning in, yet most Christians actually don't function in this thing known as reckoning. And so as a result, they get to Romans 6.11 and they just stare at the page or they memorize the scripture and they feel like maybe memorizing it will help it happen in my life. But let me see if I can give a quick illustration, even though you can't see me, because some of these things I like to train uh, in live, with live audiences. Uh, but if you were standing next to me and, and say you, were, you had beads of sweat uh, sort of streaming down your face, I'm like, what's wrong? You go, I'm I'm in big trouble. You see, I I took a loan from uh, Two-Ton Tony and I I shouldn't have done it. He's a loan shark. I really needed the money and now he wants it back. But the interest he wants back is so extreme and he wants it back so much sooner than I thought he was gonna want it. And now I need, and I'm just gonna pick a number. I need $1,000 and I need it within the next minute. Oh, Okay, so imagine that someone is in that desperate situation. Imagine that's you and you're in this desperate situation. And I hear about your desperate situation, but imagine that I let you in on something. I actually knew you had this uh, situation. And so what I did right before I came here is I wired $1,000 into your bank account. Now, imagine you had just, just a few minutes uh, before I I did this, you had checked your bank account, and you saw that there were zero dollars in it, okay? So, if you have $0 and you have a checkbook and you know Two-Ton Tony's coming in and he's collecting today, and if you don't have the money, what's he going to do? <coughs> yeah, that's that sound of, you know, slitting the throat, sort of a disgusting thing. But, you know, that's what mob bosses like Two-Ton Tony do. And, in fact, he has one of those uh, check readers where he can scan your check and see if you have the money to back up your check. And so he can call your bluff. If you try and write a, a false check, boy, he's going to make it even more miserable. He's going he's to kill you slowly okay? And he's going to maybe take your family uh, too, slowly. And so as a result, there's a little pressure. I understand why you have the beads of moisture uh, streaming down your face right now. But imagine that I say, before I came in here, I wired $1,000 into your account. I double-checked, it's there. Now, your response to that is going to depend on if you trust me or not. You see, if I am a good sort of character that doesn't tell lies, and I do what I say I'm going to do, then actually, in the very moment that you hear it, you would have a relief. Why? Because you are believing something. What is that something you're believing? You're believing my word. Now, what's interesting is you don't have a $1,000 of cash that you can crinkle between your fingers and feel all good about. What you have is my word. Now, you don't have time. Oh, I see two-ton Tony walking in right now. You don't have time to actually go and double-check you are going to what's called reckon yourself $1,000 richer. And so as a result, the moment you hear my word, if you trust my word and you take my word as if it is truth, then you will reckon yourself. Remember, this is an accounting term. And you will believe your account to have $1,000 in it, which will enable you to write a check and stick it in Tony's face and say, there, debt paid. Here's the question for all of us. When Paul speaking in Romans 6, he's he's talking about the work of Christ and what Christ has done for us. And he says, this was for us. And when we believe in Christ, we share in his death, his burial, and his resurrection. So he says, here's the rightful response. I've given you the word of God. Now your job is to reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Do you believe the word of God? And most of us wait until we feel something. We want to feel the crinkle of the thousand dollars, thousand dollar bills between our fingers before we say, okay, I have the money. But God says, no, it's faith that is the key operative. And faith functions through this action of reckoning. God's word is spoken. He says, you're dead to sin in Christ. If you have believed in Christ, then his death is your death. Sin no longer has power and dominion over you. Do you believe that? And what we oftentimes do is we check our feelings. Do I feel free? And am I free? You're you're looking for the crinkle of the bills instead of believing his word. Paul just says, reckon it, guys. Reckon yourself to be dead indeed unto sin. The second part, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Many of us wait to declare that we're alive from the dead in Christ once we feel that we're alive. That's actually not how it works. Your job is to take God at his word to reckon the word for reckon is logizomai it's almost like if you knew you had a burden that you needed to write an email to someone and seek forgiveness imagine that so imagine you went to your computer picked it up and again beads of sweat are going down your forehead but you're going to write this letter and seek forgiveness from someone humble yourself but then there's a key step in that and that's logizomai <laughs> You need to push send. Could you imagine writing a letter but not pushing send? It's the same with truth. You can know that the truth is true, but you also need to take it to your account. You have to push the send button, the submit, the apply, all the different buttons we have in our life that actually signal the receipt of something or the sending of something. The action of the soul is essential in Christianity. Do not just be a doer. I'm sorry, do not just be a hearer, but be a doer of the Word of God. So let's let's finish. I'll read it again. Romans 6.11. Reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. Daily Thunder is delivered live and streamed daily Monday through Friday at 8.15 a.m. And our weekend service is streamed at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Join us at live.ellersley.com. We invite you to visit us at the beautiful Ellersley campus in Windsor, Colorado for a day, a week, or an entire season of gospel-centered spiritual training. Learn more at ellersley.com. Thanks for listening.